everyone, and welcome to this month's edition of the Simple Farms LLC podcast. We'll be talking more about the Simple Farms app here coming up in our interviews. We always do and talk about things that are going on in the industry, in the ag industry. Scott Scheimer is here, and he is the founder and the CEO of Simple Farms and, of course, farms in eastern Colorado. And that's where we'll start today is just um, in general how things are going in the the ag industry, how things are going on your farm, Scott. So um, wheat harvest is over and we're continuing on with with other crops, other commodities, even looking at planting. It's hard to believe that, but here we are. (laughs) Yeah, here we are, Lori. Yeah, uh, thanks again for having me on. And uh, we wrapped up wheat harvest. It was uh, very marginal. But as I told my employees and my landlords three months ago, we were just hoping to have something to hold the ground, uh, keep it from blowing. So we were quite fortunate to cut anything. The quality was amazing. The yields were poor, but we did get everything harvested. And uh, yeah, we've got spring crops maturing and moving on here. We caught some lucky rains and uh, the millet looks good. The milo looks good. And the corn is just hanging on by a thread right now. <laughs> We just keep needing those rains. I have a couple of questions for you there, but I wanted to ask you on your wheat when you said quality, kind of the theme that I've heard in general is that you mentioned the yields being low, but the protein was high. Was that the case for you as well? That has been the case from everyone I've had a conversation with. The the protein, the test weight. I really think the varieties and the uh, the inputs that we put in, not just us, us as a farmer in general, have changed this dynamic. You know, years ago, I can remember we had these hot, dry winds. We were pretty sure we we're just going to have bran go right through the combines, high high protein and no test weight. And uh, that wasn't the scenario this year. So it's kind of exciting, gives you some hope for the next few years when we have tough conditions. Scott, you raise millet. Do you raise your millet for bird seed or where do you take it? Yeah, most of our buyers is for the bird seed market. We haven't had much for human consumption or export. Is that a high water intensive crop? No, it's very drought tolerant. Uh, it just needs timely rains. Just one to kind of get it going and uh, a couple little rains to keep it moving along. But it's uh, it only requires about 12 inches of profile in the soil. So it just doesn't need much moisture at all to produce. Just timely moisture. How many acres of that do you have? Uh, this year we're sitting at about 3000 acres of it. Oh, and, wow. uh, we're not alone. Uh, we have a lot of neighbors have put it in this year that we haven't seen in a long time and everybody looks good. Everybody's millet looks very nice. Very good. All right. And that kind of just feeds into what we talk about when we talk about simple farms in the app that you have created. Followers are, are going to know about the app, but for people who don't know about the app or things that you want people to know about the app. Tell us a little bit more about it here first off. So the Simple Farms program is uh, first tracking your daily operations and all your inputs and doing that on our mobile devices, whether it's your uh, Apple phone or your Android, or you can even do it on your iPad if you have it along with you. Uh, So you're tracking your daily operations, submit it, and then it's pushed to the cloud where you then have access through the web on uh, the simplefarms.ag app program. And uh, you track your margin analysis there. You figure out exactly what your cost of production is. I carry my iPad along with me and look at the uh, program. And uh, as I'm going through by fields, through fields, I look at what we've done in the last three, four months, or even last year to that field. 
and uh, always run an analysis. Look at the market prices, what our input costs are, figure out where our break-even level is with anticipated production numbers. Um, I'm constantly doing that, and right now is probably the biggest time. We've got millet, milo, corn, and uh, like we said, we just wrapped up wheat. So we got a lot of things going on, and I can't remember it all. So it's nice to have the program to be able to help me just look up what I'd done to that field, where we're at, and what we might need to do next that it still can keep us in the black. The app has been in existence and actual in use for how many years now? This is year four for the program. And so for you personally, I mean, obviously you're the creator, so you uh, you use it and make sure that it's operational and what farmers need. So let's take wheat, for example. So you started inputting the information four years ago and then just wrapped up harvest. So I think that this is a good example. Can you kind of give us an idea personally of some of the things that you've seen in the four years and maybe where you've been able or are thinking about making adjustments? It's constant, Lori. I do. Uh, probably the biggest thing is, is we look at our analysis based on landlords and location of the ground. And it's always mind boggling when uh, you've got this gut feeling, but have numbers really stare you in the face is uh, our poor soil over the last four years has had poor margins over and over. And our better ground has done better. And it just glares each time you do that. The other thing is, is we just talked we just got a new sprayer. We had to. We needed to update some machinery. And uh, those make numbers tough. When you throw in new equipment, maybe you got to borrow some money on it. You start depreciating it out. You really got to balance out what was your repairs and maintenance historically relative to what you might be facing now. And will that help that machine pay for itself on your operation or having to have custom work? And uh, so there's just lots of factors that you can look at and analyze yourself with the program doing that. Question, I guess I haven't asked before now that you brought that up. How detailed does a person need to be with inputting the data? So you mentioned repairs. So would it just go under a, a repairs line item or does it get more specific like new belt or whatever hmm. they, they're doing? Yeah, uh, I have customers that want to see every detail, the new belt the, uh, fuel per acre. Oh, yeah. Um, I've gotten more generalized in a lot of those factors, even uh, salaries. Um, I don't apply salaries across just one field, unless you have an employee that comes and helps you with just one field and you pay them for just helping on that one operation. You can get as detailed as you want. You can get as specific, but it, it will kind of drive you crazy. There's so much information you could track and put in. Uh, so there's a lot of factors where we generalize and we've learned that over the last four or five years as well. Interesting. I had never thought about salaries until just now. So it's, it encompasses everything you do on your it, interest expense, depreciation, living expense. I joke when I do presentations, we can plug into the program, uh, my wife's shoe fund and plug <laughs> it in there and see how that affects the corn margin if we want. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's good. That's good, though. That's interesting. And I know uh, one of the things that you really do that is unique and above and beyond a lot of other companies in general is the training and the customer service. So because you you mentioned that you can get as detailed or non-detailed. I can imagine where some people might feel overwhelmed and kind of need an extra hand. Oh, constantly, constantly. Um, 
you know, our favorite customers are the ones that have already been using other programs similar to ours or our big time spreadsheet people that are doing a lot of the analysis. We really simplified all that and really helped those people out. And they've been through the process. The ones that know that need this program and you've yet to have ever done any of this analysis, any of this tracking, it can be overwhelming. And we do. We sit down with them and we guide them through and and uh, we explain, you know, you don't have to put everything in. For us, even I'm on year four of using the program, but I've been doing spreadsheet for years prior. There's still little details that we plug in or take out in the program. It, it, it can be overwhelming, but over time, as you do it, you grasp it better and know what's really pertinent and what isn't. Yeah, I can imagine. The more you use it, the more you get used to it, the more it becomes a habit. And perhaps in the interviews that I've been doing with your podcast, that seems to be kind of a theme is just getting people to remember to do it, to take a few minutes out of their day and keep it updated. That is correct. It's no different balancing your checkbook, managing your your tax structure, anything like that. It, it's a it's just a habit that has to be generated on your operation and then it never ends. You got to keep the books up constantly. Yeah. And this would make it so much easier in the end than shoeboxing it. So if you can keep it updated every day or every other day, then at the end of the year, I can imagine how much time and stress that will save. It, it really does. You know, it's no different. We're, we're talking about ordering some new machinery. And so I've kind of neglected doing much on the program during wheat harvest, been busy and other things, and I haven't done much on it. But I had a meeting with the banker, so I jumped on the program, made some tweaks with fuel expenses, some outlooks of what we think we're going to be at, and it was nice. It was nice to be able to jump on my program and make a few changes, look at some margins, and uh, within about 30 minutes, I had a whole new analysis and ran off to the bank and had a dialogue with the banker before we ordered a machine. And uh, the program really helps that and helps him see that we're organized and got our ducks in a row. Perfect. Since the last time we've talked, have you made any changes to the program in general? Uh, just a few updates with uh, some glitches. Big update we're working on right now is integrating Google Earth onto it where you'll actually visually see your land on Google Earth and outline it. And right now the program is icon based. So you create little icons to represent your fields. Okay. But we're developing it where you're going to actually see your farm on Google Earth maps and be able to zoom in and look at it that way. And why is that important? Visual. I think anything that's visual that you can relate to directly is very beneficial. Even for me, I'm a visual person. So it'd be nice to have it on a map and just look down on it. Uh, we're hoping to have that push maybe this winter. It, it was a feature I wanted to put in when we first developed the program. And even four years ago, it was way more expensive to put that in. So we're just, as we uh, get new uh, subscriptions and uh, we keep growing, we're just taking a lot of our revenue and putting it in and updating the program. Right now, I saw two days ago with the little updates, uh, version 13 has been pushed. So we keep doing a little changes to it each year. What about feedback? What What's some recent feedback you've gotten on it? The people are using it, love it. Uh, we've got a few people that have just picked up uh, in the spring and have called us and uh, want us to get up there and see them. And they've got a lot of friends, neighbors that they want us to talk to. And have them grab the program as well. So pretty excited to get out and about. We'll be getting out right after fall harvest and going on tour and going to trade shows and meeting farms, farmers in multiple communities, eastern Colorado and 
Western Kansas and a little bit in up in uh, Nebraska. But they can be used anywhere, right? Any- absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's just we found a lot of people would like us to come sit down with them and just sure. kind of help them get set up. And uh, we're more than willing to do that. We also do it on Zoom. We'll we'll join you on Zoom and screen share and help people. But uh, it's still the ag industry. It's still a face-to-face industry. And I was just going to say, that's a lot of your success, I think, because it's much nicer and way more investment. If you're going to invest in your own product, people are more apt to invest in you rather than trying to Google it and watch a YouTube video. Absolutely. We, we do the YouTube videos and everything, but you're exactly right, Lori. Uh, we've just had greater success. And the the users that we go and visit seem to really grasp it quickly and take off with it. We do have a few that, uh, like I said, our spreadsheet people, uh, our people have used other programs. We constantly reach out. You need a help or a hand, and they've had no problem with the program. They're just cruising with it. So it kind of goes both ways. All levels, all levels of users. All levels. Yep. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. And for you, what a benefit just talking with people to help you tweak that program to be exactly what people need. Exactly. That has been our goal is to keep just varying and uh, adjusting the program based on what the majority of our customers want to see in it. And uh, okay. we, we listen to them where Julie reaches out constantly, my mm-hmm. assistant, asking, hey, any input we're more than willing to hear and make changes as we move along. And I know we've talked about this before, but, you know, farmers are always wanting to know, you know, what is the cost? What is the commitment? Correct. Currently, it is $600 for six months. So $100 a month. We do a semi-annual subscription. And uh, so that's where we're at right now. Okay. Well, Scott, I, I know you said earlier today that you have a new sprayer. So you're heading out to the field today. Yes. Looking forward to that day. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we uh, we got a little rain right after harvest and everything turned green in a hurry. So it's catch up time. <laughs> Very good. All right. Anything else you want to talk about here today? I think everybody just be safe and uh, everybody's got fair going on. Enjoy it. And good luck to the kids with all their animals and everything in the events. And uh, that's about it. We'll talk to you in a week, in a month. One more time. What is that website? Simplefarms.ag. On that, we will call the show here today. Scott Scheimer, he is the founder and CEO of the Simple Farms LLC app. I'm your host, Lori Boyer.